When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Australia's uh, Tom O'Halloran and Oceana McKenzie have earned places at next year's Olympics in Tokyo after respectively winning the men's and women's contest at the International Federation of Sport Climbing Oceana Championships. O'Halloran was the victor of a four-way battle in Sydney between uh, compatriots, uh, Ben Abel, uh, James Cassay and uh, Thomas Farrell. Uh, Farrell triumphed in the speed event while Abel led the uh, boulder and Farrell placed first into the lead stage. But it's O'Halloran who proved that consistency was the key. However, finishing second in all three competitions to put the overall standings with eight points. And combined is the discipline on the 2020 program for Tokyo, which heads into 2021, of course, where sport climbing is due to make its Olympic debut. And Tom O'Halloran has been good enough to join us. Uh, welcome to the show, Tom. G'day, mate. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Uh, going uh, really, really well in what has been, well, just a, a hard year, a year where we can't quite fathom everything that's uh, occurred and so many great sporting events, none bigger than the Olympic Games, has been pushed back and fingers crossed it. Tokyo goes ahead. I think we all feel that it will certainly go ahead in 2021. But sport climbing is a new sport into the Olympics. I mean, what an opportunity for someone like yourself to be part of such a huge event. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, like, I was just, yeah, it, it, it's insane. Um, I, I grew up as a um, sport-mad Australian kid and yeah. remember watching the opening ceremony of the 2000 Games. I was eight years old. I didn't know what the Olympics were, but just saw all these people wearing their track suits and it's like, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Mum and dad explained what the Olympics was and was like, I want to do that one day. Yep. Um, and then I got into climbing and that wasn't an Olympic sport and was like, ah, well, whatever. I'll go climbing outside. And, and that's been a super fun endeavour. But then, um, yeah, it got announced that sport climbing was going to be a part of the Olympic roster. It's like, well, here we go. Here's that opportunity. Wow. Well, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 linked up beautifully uh, for you. Did you ever think along the journey that climbing would actually become an Olympic sport? Um, no, not really. I think because I, I sort of fell out of the competition side of things for a while. I moved from Brisbane down to the Blue Mountains, and um, outdoor climbing just took over. And it's just um, it never seemed like it was going to fit, but um, it just does fit so beautifully actually um I've, I've, one of the awesome things about the olympics um is just those weird physical feats and um climbing up something seems like it fits perfectly into that category so take us through the qualifying on the weekend because only one australian male can uh, represent our country at the olympics so i imagine the qualifying was was pretty tough it was so stressful. Um, a, a friend and I, Tom Farrell, um, who you mentioned in the beginning there, yeah. um, we, we're really good friends um, and like 
big competitors. He was my main competition, I felt like, going into it. And before the comp we were talking, it's so unique that first is the only position that counts in this competition. Like Usually you show up to, you know, nationals or World Cups or whatever, and, you know, if you make it to the podium, then that's awesome. But with this one, first was the only position that anyone wanted. So there was a lot of stress on being able to stay consistent and perform well across. It was a two-day event as well. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot. And it was a unique challenge. So can you can you take us through, just paint a bit of a, a picture for us. You sound like you're in some magnificent nature too there, Tom. I'm loving the, the birds chirping in the <laughs> just background. Just at home. <laughs> it's yeah. it's uh, just giving me some great peace here in the studio. But just take us inside the format of... Uh, your sport, the disciplines. Paint a bit of a picture for our listeners who um, who will, you know, no doubt hear about this and and be intrigued as to what it looks like. It's what it's going to look like at an Olympic Games. Yeah. So, um, in the competitive side of things, there's three disciplines that yep. climbing uh, you perform across. So there's speed climbing, bouldering, and lead. Um, so speed climbing is literally a race. There's the same exact route that's official the whole way around the world and it's been the same for 10 years um and all the climbing gyms or a lot of the climbing gyms have got that official route and it's just a head-to-head race then you move into the bouldering which maybe a lot of the listeners are familiar with now with the bouldering gym explosion across the country um but that's just you come out you climb up to about five meters high and the style of climbing is very gymnastic and kind of problem solving thought-provoking kind of stuff um but you up to five meters without a rope you land down onto some big crash mats Um, and then the lead climbing is where you tied in with a rope and you climb up to about 15 or 20 meters or as far as you can go really Um, and that's a a fight against the endurance and your your lactate in your forearms and um, that's pretty knackering so the three of them come together as sort of like a decathlon or a triathlon um so, yeah, it's, it's pretty unique. It's not ever been done in this way before. Usually in the past, it's all been separate, the three categories. Um, and the Olympic Committee gave climbing one set of medals. And so rather than um, our International Federation choosing just one of the disciplines, they thought, hey, let's put it all together. Okay. And um, it's kind of cool because the, the, the argument has always gone around who's the best climber in the world. And mm. I think probably the best answer to that is the person that can perform the best across a number of different different disciplines and that's really what we get to see in this competition format yeah i get you tomo heller and uh, on the weekend qualifying uh, for the tokyo olympics in uh, climbing of course uh, rescheduled july 23 to august 8 in tokyo next year climbing to make its uh, olympic uh, debut i think we've just tweeted out on the uh, waitley scene account just a uh, a pick of you uh, in an area where I'd be totally out of my comfort zone, uh, let me tell you. So, <laughs> so Tom, where, do, where does the competition come from around the world? Where, is it, uh, this sport particularly strong in certain parts of the world? Uh, what, what's the, what are you up against next year? Um, yeah, it, it, it's really one of those sports that just comes from everywhere. Uh, Europe has a very strong mountaineering culture and a very strong culture um, for climbing and, and that. Um, so there's a, a very strong European contingent. Uh, the Americans are also really good. Um, yeah, it very much is a, across the board. Um, you know, the Asian climbers are phenomenally good. The Japanese, especially, are, it's insane. So, um, 
yeah, it's kind of hard to say who's the best at any particular time because it's just, um, it's everywhere, which is an amazing thing for yep. that, that sport is everyone has the opportunity. So what, what does a typical week uh, look like for you when you're in sort of full training mode? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of training sessions um, and I balance that around, I've got a six-year-old daughter as well and, and working yep. um, and my partner, um, her work as well. So it's generally about 10 training sessions a week. Um, so to fit that in with enough rest days as well, that's often doing double sessions. Um, so I'd get up before work and do a, a strength session. And then after work would do, you know, some work on the, on my endurance and that sort of thing on the climbing wall. Um, and it's training 20 to 30 hours a week. Um, so it, it, it's a lot of, um, sacrificing and moving things around uh and at different times you're not sure whether it's all worth it but at this point it feels pretty worth it <laughs> no doubt i mean to get to an olympic games uh is you know just something to aspire to and uh, and 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 want to be able to be uh, on that world global stage to test yourself what about uh, support for uh sports climbing here in australia say from the australian olympic committee and the funding and h- how does that all work um, I'm, I'm not 100% sure how it will move through from there. Um, being that the competition finished on Sunday, um, there's a bit of paperwork for them to all get through. But I think that, you know, hopefully there's a little bit of support for us um, to maybe get over to some of the World Cups overseas, if that is possible. Um, but who knows how that'll be. Um, but I think we've got a really great federation here in Australia, Sport Climbing Australia, um, and the AIS, everyone knows how fantastic that is. So um, to be able to link up with those two, um, yeah, I feel pretty confident and happy to be able to, you know, trust that we've got the best people looking after us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you also competed on Ninja Warrior, I'm told. I I saw a little bit of Ninja (laughs) Warrior, but not right across uh, uh, the episodes. Uh, How'd you go? Yeah, uh, that was another one of those unique opportunities. I remember watching it over um, the overseas ones, and yeah. I thought, if that ever comes to Australia, I'm going for that. Yep. Um, and season one, I came second um, by a, a second or something on the final stage. Uh, season two, I made it to the finals. I can't remember what I came. I think it was top five or top ten or something like that. Um, and then season three came around, and I was a bit sidetracked on uh, trying to qualify for the Olympics at that point. But maybe I'll dabble with it again. It's pretty fun. It, it makes you feel like a kid again, yeah. playing on enormous yep. play equipment. Yep, yep. great stuff. Yeah, anyone uh, that wants to give it a go, I'd highly recommend it. It's so much fun and just makes you feel feel happy and like a kid. That's what it's all about. Sometimes we would love to go back to that part of our uh, life, no doubt. Hey, Tom, congratulations on what you've achieved to qualify what a great build-up it will be to Tokyo uh, 2021. And uh, good luck, mate. I'm going to follow it now with uh, great interest and uh, sport climbing making its uh, Olympic debut. I can only wish you all the very best and uh, a great Christmas to you and yours. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, thanks for having a chat. And, yeah, I'm really excited to share the journey of this um, with the rest of the country. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91